0: Welcome to Living the Good Life Podcast, where we bring you messages, thoughts, and advice for living the good life. Today's message is brought to us by Brother Larry Dishman. And we'll ask you to take your Bibles, turn with us over to the book of Philippians, the third chapter, verse number 12. Not as though I had already attained, either already perfect, Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if anything, ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Nevertheless, whereunto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same thing. My message deals with the subject, press on. I want to encourage you, no matter what you're facing To press on. The song or even light song book says, Press on, press on, says Christ, our loving friend. Press on, press on. I'm with thee to the end. Whether you know it or not, friend, if you get to the place where you think you have arrived spiritually, you will cease to grow in the Lord. By the same token, when you are willing to admit that there's areas where you need to grow, that's a sign of a maturing Christian. Let nothing satisfy you but satisfying the Lord. I like what the Apostle Paul said. Notice that he left the past behind him and he reached out for the future. If you want to know the secret of Paul's success, it is that Paul had a one-track mind. Nothing was more important to him than pleasing the Lord. And when we get to that place, friend, we'll go somewhere with God. One of the problems with the modern Christian is that not many of us can say this one thing I do. Not many Christians can honestly say that. Most of us, are pulled and tugged in a thousand different directions. Well, there's only one thing that's going to matter when we come to the end of life's journey, and that is how did I run this race? And I would like to challenge you to develop a one-track mind when it comes to living your life for the Lord Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul said... Forgetting those things which are behind. The word forgetting means to cease to be affected by. That's where we need to come. Where we are no longer affected by the things that's past. If you run with your eyes on the past successes, then you will have the tendency to lay back and rest on your past accomplishments. If you run with your eye on your past failures, then my friend, you're not gonna do what you should do for God because you're fearful that you're gonna fall again. So the Apostle Paul said, I press toward the mark. You know, we who are saved, that's lived for God for any length of time, certainly we're saved because of the grace of God, and the power of God, but also we're saved tonight because when hard times came our way, we pressed on. Times when we didn't feel like it in the flesh, we pressed on. And that's what we gotta do if we're gonna win this race with God. Friend, no matter what happens in life, we gotta be determined, I'm going to press on by the grace of God. The word mark refers to the goal that one has in view. He was just heading for the goal. He had his mind, his heart set on winning the race. He wanted not just to finish, the Apostle Paul wanted to finish well. Notice that when he did reach the end of his life, he was able to leave behind the testimony that he did run well. And here's what he said about himself. For I am now ready to be offered and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Let me tell you, you read the life of Paul and there's many, many times in his life that he just had to press on. And you're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. My friends, there's a great need for us to avoid the trap of becoming distracted by the events of this life. There's so many things out here. If we allow them to, they will distract us from being what we ought to be for God. There is a mark. There's a goal. We should be striving for that goal in our lives. And God help us, to every one of us, that we keep our eyes on the goal. Too many start out, prime, pump, ready to run the race. But after a few weeks, months, years, they become distracted. And one of the reasons, they fall out of the race. They've not determined I'm going to go all the way with God. Let me say something, friend. Do not cheapen your salvation by running after the flesh, the world, or the devil. Treat your relationship with Jesus Christ like the precious thing that it really is by striving to live up to this high and holy calling. Friend, if we are to succeed in the Christian life, and honor God by the lives that we live, then we're going to have to run with our eyes upon him. We'll have to learn to turn a blind eye to the allurements of the world and a deaf ear to the siren of the song of compromise. Friend, if we attain the prize of Christ's likeness, then we'll have to pay the price of, of dedication and struggle and we as the people of God are going to have to learn no matter what happens no matter of the situation that we are going to press on press on my brother my sister there's no place to stop in this race there's no other place to go but keep pressing onward for god i'll just tell you friend it's going to be a hard fought victory but in the end when we see his face thank god it's going to be worth it all amen i'm not going to tell you that it's always easy because it's not always easy but one glimpse of his dear face All sorrow will erase, praise God. It'll be worth it all one day when we see the blessed face of our Savior. How well are you running this race? Do you have the determination? I'm going all the way with God. Are your eyes on Jesus alone? When you got to get your eyes off of people and get your eyes On Jesus Christ. Amen. There's a song that we sing from time to time. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. The things of this earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Praise God forever. Get a good look at Jesus Christ. Keep your eye on him. Keep pressing on. And the things of this world, they become more dim as we see Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. Amen. How true. Getting your focus solely on Jesus will give you the direction that you need to successfully run this race for his glory. And it's not just... For his glory, it's for your eternal benefit as you run to win the prize. Yes, friend, there's an eternal reward awaiting us. And I'm just encouraged. Hey, Amen, I've gone too far to turn back now. Hey, Amen, I just, I I went too far to turn around. There's too many miles behind me, friend. Hey, Amen, I've came through too many things. And God's brought me through too many trials and too, Too many hard places to turn around now. Amen. There's victory ahead for us. The Apostle Paul encourages us to strive for the goal. The Apostle Paul invites us to press toward the heavenly goal. Our reward will be eternal. May God help us to find our eternal goal. And may God give each and every one of us the courage as we strive to achieve the highest Christian ideals. Now, what are those things that we must forget? The Apostle Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind us. First of all, I believe we've got to forget about our past sins, amen. Some of us have been saved from out the very depths of sin. We've done a lot of things we're so ashamed of and oh, we'd like to go back and redo some of those things, but we can't. But Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind us. You know, Jeremiah promised us uh, in Jeremiah 31 and verse number 34, and they shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, know the Lord, for they shall all know me from the least of them unto the greatest, saith the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sin no more. That's good news. Amen. To those of us that was out in sin, uh, amen. It's good news to know that God remembers our sin no more. That's what happened when Jesus crucified and died upon the cross of Calvary. He's forgiven and forgotten all of our sins. He's put them in the sea of forgetfulness, never to be remembered again. Therefore, we too must do the same. Forgetting those things, those sins of the past. Amen. Forgetting those things which are behind. Friend, if we keep remembering the past sins, then if we're not careful, we'll begin to doubt God and doubt his word. Also, the memory of it will hinder us from making the spiritual progress and will not be able to enjoy our salvation like God would have us to and we'll be living a defeated and miserable Christian life If the devil can get us to go around thinking about all the things that we did in the past. Not only must we forget our own past sins, but we must also forget the past sins and failures of others towards us. It's not easy to forgive and to forget those who have sinned against us, who have offended us, and who have hurt us. However, if we are to obey the teachings of the Lord's prayer, we must forgive those that do us wrong and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. The Bible exhorts us in the book of Ephesians, the fourth chapter and verse 32, forgiving each other just like God for Christ's sake, have forgiven you. To forgive and to forget the sins that others have sinned against us, we must ask for God's unconditional love. We need to look to Calvary as Jesus prayed. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. If we do not forgive and forget the sins of others against us, Our relationship will be hindered. There's going to be a barrier between us and God and a barrier between us and our brothers and sisters. What's some more things that we are to forget? We're also to forget our past failures. I dare say there's not a person here that since you've been saved, you haven't had some failures along the way, especially as a young convert. There's been some failures. Constant memory of past failures will destroy your peace in the Lord. And they will hinder our progress and limit our usefulness to God. They will make us feel discouraged and disappointed. And we will suffer an inferior complex. We also, in forgetting those things that are past, forget our past unhappy experiences. Unhappy experiences or hurts can either draw us nearer to God or keep ourselves away from God. Amen. We will either know that all things were together for the good of them that love God to them who are called according to His purpose. But if we're not careful, those past hurts and experiences is difficult or almost impossible, and we'll begin to blame God for them. Friend, if we are to do it, we cannot do it on our own. We cannot do it within our own strength. We need God's grace. We need God's strength. And God's word promises us: my grace is sufficient for thee. His power is made perfect in weakness. Friend, we need to come to where God who is our father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our troubles and pray for his grace, pray for his strength and forget our past unhappy experiences and hurts. Through prayer, God will grant us the peace of mind that we desire down deep in our hearts. If we keep dwelling, And remembering our past unhappy experiences, those hurts, they will cause us to get deeper and deeper into our sadness and depression. And we may even have resentment towards God, have resentment towards those who are around us, those who are trying to help us. And this will do more harm to ourselves than anyone else. God does not want anything in our past to have any kind of control over us. Is there something in your past that has some control over you? God doesn't want that. He wants to set us free from anything of the past that still has control over us. Even our past success. Past Achievements give rise to pride within us. Pride is sin. Proverbs 16, 18 tells us that pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Look what happened to Nebuchadnezzar who boasted of the kingdom Babylon. This great kingdom he said that I have built. His authority was taken from him. And he was driven away from his people. He lived with the animals. He ate grass. He became insane. He became sane again. He was restored. And this is what he said. Those who walk in pride. He is able to humble. If we dwell too much on the success of the past. It will cause us to forget God. And we become proud, we become complacent. It will prevent us from making the progress that God would have us to make. And then, something else we must forget our past pleasures out in sin. After you get saved, live for God for a while, the devil will try to bring up the past pleasures of sin. The children of Israel. Failed right here. As they cried for food and water. The melons of Egypt. They rebelled against God's man. If we keep remembering the so-called pleasures of sin. Then we fail to realize the value of God's present provisions for us. And we face the danger of being backslidden. Certainly there is pleasure in sin. But only for a season. The only pleasure you can find is sin is when you're planting the seeds. But when you start reaping for those seeds you've sowed, it's another story altogether. Let's not live in the past. Now, what are those things that we are to press on and attain? We must press on to spiritual maturity. Apostle Paul said, Now, as a child... I spake like a child. I thought as a child. I understood like a child. But when I become a man, I put away childish things. Bible would have us to go on, press on to spiritual maturity. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and faith toward God of the doctrine of baptism, the laying on of the hands. And the resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. Somebody said, "The biggest room in the world is the room for improvement." All of us can improve. Amen. Second Peter three eighteen, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. Amen. We must press on to know God's plan and purpose for us God has a plan for every individual and I even know something about the plan Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. for I know the thoughts that I think towards you saith the Lord thoughts of peace not of evil to give you an expected end even to you that's lost God wants to give you an expected in. Now if you'll get in God's perfect will, he'll bring this plan to pass. But so many people today are in God's permissive will. God has a perfect plan, a perfect will. He has a permissive will. He don't make people get saved. He don't make people serve him. He don't force people to press on. It's a job we have to do. It's effort that we have to put forth. I'm glad to tell you, God cares about you. There's people no doubt that's struggling. You don't know what's going to happen. You are in a valley of decision. God said, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. We must press on to win the loss. There are so many souls out here outside the ark of safety this is a pressing way you know it was a pressing way before I ever got saved I got under conviction my I wanted to get saved I wanted to have what they was talking about but at the same time I wasn't wanting to give up sin I didn't want to give up the world things standing in my way and I was kind of like the lady with the issue of blood what's the Bible say about her she pressed through the crowd. Let me tell you something pressing is not easy. Thank you for listening. If you found this message helpful, please share this episode with your friends on Facebook, Messenger, or your favorite social media. If you have questions or suggestions, please message us on Facebook by searching Living the Good Life Show. A big thank you to Sister Rachel Fowler for all of her editing expertise. Until next time, keep living the good life.